Football Friday is presented by Stonehaven Dental. At Stonehaven Dental, they say yes. Yes to free exams and x-rays for new patients and flexible opponents. Say yes to great dental care. Visit StonehavenDental.com to schedule an appointment. Question of the morning. For Ute fans, how much of a thrill is it to beat your rival? Is it still a thrill? Or it's not a conference game and the long win streak and it's taking a little edge off it? No. No what? It's taking no edge off it? Not in the moment. I think when you step back, yes. But in the moment, no. And I can only relate it to my situation, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm a Devil fan. I don't, I don't deny that. But I don't go crazy. But I have to admit, when they're playing that game, when the game is on and the, it's the actual game itself... I really, really want those guys to lose. But overall, when I step back, I can handle it. But when they're playing at the time, so when that game, when that ball kicks off at a quarter to ten Saturday night, I'm exaggerating by a couple hours there, but it seems like it. You really want it in the moment. And so maybe then afterward or leading up to it, especially in this situation since early in the season, and the success of your season from the youth perspective will be if you win the South and then win that one-game playoff to determine, which the more I think about that one-game playoff, the more bogus it is. But nevertheless, that's the system we have. When my Devils won it, they won it twice outright. Uh, there was no one-game playoff to determine whether you, you, you've you won the conference. You, you have nine games to determine it, and now all of a sudden you got one. But that's the system we have. I think it's somewhat bogus, but nevertheless, that's what we have. Well, you don't mind it in the years when they both come in 8-1 and one, or 8-1 and one versus 7-2, and two, but it's it's when it's 8-1 and one and against a 6-3 and three or 5-4 and four team. Horrible. Well, we know who the champ is. What are we doing here? Yeah, but at the same time, too, back when the Devils won, you, you uh, the second time for sure, I think anyway. But uh, so maybe it wasn't for sure. You, you're playing everybody, so that determined it. Here, as we've spoken many times, SC doesn't play Oregon and Washington. Maybe playing Washington is actually a disadvantage, not an advantage. Right, everything, on... <laughs> everything we thought all summer went out the window Yeah, so. one afternoon in Seattle. Yeah, so maybe not. You never really know until you get there and reflect back. Uh, but obviously that's going to determine. I mean, you could lose this game Saturday night, and if you go 9-0, and I would take it. If you, in fact, if you went 10-0, and would you take a loss to BYU? Oh, you have to lose this game, but you're going to be 12-1 and after the Pac-12 championship game. I'd take it. In a heartbeat. I don't know that many Utes would. Are you serious? The, especially you the older would, Utes. You'd give up the Pac-12 championship and your first trip to the Rose Bowl. Maybe a playoff, but certainly to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the, the older Ute fans are steeped in this tradition. Well, you might be onto something when you listen to what Matt says. 
For you fans, how much of a thrill still is it to beat your rival? And Matt says, to be totally serious, I enjoy beating BYU. To quote Conan the Barbarian, at which point I think you're not being serious anymore. To quote Conan the Barbarian on what is best in life. To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of their women. I don't know what that would sound like. I've never heard lamentation of women. Matt says, I say we keep punishing them. Make sure that no recruits anywhere west of the Mississippi are interested in going there and that they come to Utah instead. Doug kept it a little more simple than that. No uh, 40-year-old movie quotes. Doug said, I almost forgot what it's like to lose to BYU. It's a good feeling. Which means he hasn't forgotten, which means he still wants to win. He's almost forgotten. Well, you do have the qualifier there almost. You're right. But he hasn't quite. Exactly. Yeah, I can't disagree. Those are that's that's factual right there. Brian, now Brian maybe would buy your 12 and 1 argument. There is nothing more thrilling than beating your rival. It makes the rest of the year more enjoyable. Well, if there's nothing more thrilling winning the conference, winning the Rose Bowl, winning playoff game or games in the title. But if there's nothing to you that's more thrilling, well, well then, but see, he hasn't experienced being in Pasadena January 1 sure. at 2.30 in the afternoon, so how would he know that? I know that. I was there. I've been there as uh, a writer, and then I've been there way a thousand times more importantly as a fan. And that day in 1987 was awesome. So how can he relate to that? Because he hasn't, hasn't been, been there. there. Give it a shot, and you will get a chance. I don't know that you'll win the game, but somewhere along the line, you're certainly going to get a chance. And I don't think you're going to have to be like Arizona and Cal and some of these schools that have waited 40, 50 years and still haven't gotten there. I think you will get there. Maybe this year, who knows? Uh, but I think you're going to get there at some point. Your, your program is just too good not to, uh, and you've been knocking on the door. Eventually, the door is going to get open, and I think it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. Uh, and then come back to me and see how you feel. But I can understand your feeling now because you haven't been in that situation. And the great thing about that is that even though it is not what well, could be, but usually it's not a playoff game, it has been obviously, it's been a national championship game, uh, usually when it's played on that afternoon, I think it's like a 2.30 kickoff our time, mm-hmm. Uh, you got that TV window to yourself. The NFL's gone. Oh, yeah. Nothing's it's, going on. It's the only football game on. God shines a 65, 70-degree day on that stadium. The air pollution is gone. It's amazing how that happens. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if you've lived down there, you've been there when you're just like, oh, Pasadena is just choking on smog today. Yeah. yeah. But a, not on January 1st. Yeah, in the winter. More likely not to. So you can get that. Everything is just set up. It's so beautiful. The tailgating, the the burgers, the the quiche, whatever you're eating, just turn, tastes that much better. And uh, it's it's just absolutely delightful. It really doesn't even compare to when your team plays a regular season game there, which in this case is every other year now. Uh, we'll see if it changes going forward. But for now, it's been every other year. So with that in mind... That moment, I think, would supersede it. And hopefully, uh, the youth fans and the youth program gets to do it. I think they will, as I say. Uh, but it is really fun to just own your rival. You talk about they can't take that away from you, as Tom Brady was saying. And that's the thing here. If the youths win over a decade, they have that, like, that Crimson Club license plates, a decade of something or other support. I see it. Yeah. 
Uh, I know what you're talking about. And I don't have the exact yeah. phrase either. But here it would be a decade of dominance, the double Ds. Who doesn't like double Ds? Hey, a decade of dominance. <laughs> you're just freelancing. <laughs> Word association for PK. I like the other day. You stumbled into that one. I stumbled into everything. <laughs> I don't believe you stumbled into everything. Okay, not everything. You're right. Not everything. You think about for all the people who say, PK's just in there talking out the side of his neck. I'm like, you have no idea how much he reads and watches. I read and watch a lot, and sometimes you're telling me stuff I don't know, and I'm thinking, how much stuff is he reading and watching to come up with that? You take, I'll, I'll give you an example. You take, and this is one where I'm not surprised, because I just know you work at this harder than I do, because you're the one who's going. Pac-12 Media Day. You read so much about every team in the conference. Way more than our audience needs you to, but you're prepping for the coaches who are sitting down, and the players too, but especially the coaches, so that they know, hey, I'm not just some lightweight from Salt Lake who doesn't know anything, just, you know, total hayseed down here. I'm following this. And you get better answers out of a lot of coaches. Oh, that's for sure. When they know. Yeah, 100% not not sure. all, because some of them are just awesome all the time. They just, I'm selling. I don't care if this guy knows what he's doing or not. And other coaches are just cranky and just, Chip Kelly when his Oregon, you weren't, <laughs> you weren't prying anything good out of him. He didn't want to be there. No. But for a lot of coaches, kind of like, oh, well, this guy's paying attention. Yeah, there's no question if they know that you know. If you're prepped, they'll acknowledge it. Which ultimately is for the listener. Yes. And it's it's a labor of love. I appreciate you saying that. It's a it's an absolute labor of love to do that because I would I was joking with my buddy in my golf league the other day. We were talking about it. uh, I was telling him how I got to bed at 4 in the morning, and the prior week I was getting up at 4.30 to take the 16-year-old to driver's ed, and we were laughing. He says, well, yeah. So, I mean, you had a longer drive, but you'd still be up late because you'd be watching the game anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I would. Yeah. I mean, it's something that I'm very much interested in. But there are in. times people say something, and you're like, oh, that's going to be good tomorrow. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know where you're going. Sure, but a lot of it is just nonsense off the cup. A cuff, I should say. And here, a decade of dominance. That has a ring to it. In fact, I would get people, I would encourage all you, I don't know, is there, is there such a thing as a youth entrepreneur? Obviously, BYU. I mean, they just turn them out and just crank them out. They um, have the graduation that they have each year. They have it for everybody else who's not an entrepreneur. And they have it in the Marriott Center because it's smaller. But for all the entrepreneurs, they have it in Lavelle Edwards Stadium because they need a much bigger venue. Because they just crank out the entrepreneurs. Are they you entrepreneurs? You you get you entrepreneurs. Let's hear from you. How are you hanging on? Where are you? And I, Monson's been texting me, so I know he's up this morning. So that's for him. Uh, you know. Like, <laughs> Hi, Gordon. Uh, tweet, tweet Gordon if at all possible. That's <laughs> that's Gordon a given. Oh, you could take it. He's a good sport about that. Uh, he's reveled in it. It's a funny moment. You got it. The, the, the more you run from it, the bigger it is. The more you embrace it, the, the less of a deal it is. It is, and everybody just laughs at it. Ah, well, it happens, so big, big deal. It's just a moment in time. We've all screwed up uh, left and right. How about this one from Larry right here? Larry says, there is no joy when we win. It's expected. Only relief that we didn't screw it up and lose to a team with inferior talent. That's not true. When you pile on that hard at the end, you're telling me it's really important. And there's absolutely joy when they win. Kyle walking up the ramp with nine fingers up, there's joy. Look at the youth players going across the field. Especially the in-state guys, but all of them. Watch Nick Ford after the game. 
He's going to soak it up. Well, I assume Nick is going to go to the NFL, yeah. and now it's like an added importance that very few have had to where you get out of there saying, I never lost to those guys. Yep, absolutely. And you don't want to be the one, particularly uh, in this case, if you're going to leave and Nick, everybody got the year back, so what is he, a junior? I don't know what his thoughts are. If he gets the opportunity to play in the NFL, he probably should take it. Uh, and at this point, my guess is he'd have his degree because he's been there long enough. He's a smart kid. Uh, I talked to him as a freshman when I found out he went to Pedro High, where I lived. And so he talked about how he had interest in the medical field. Well, uh, I think he's got interest in the NFL field. <laughs> and, you know, you can stand to make a, a ton of money here next season. Uh, so I think it's real important for these guys to roll out of there without having lost. That 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 says something. You talk about stuff they can't take away from you. When I played, we dominated yeah. the rivalry. And now going forward, we will have Big 12 versus Pac-12. And we will get to yeah. that coming up at we, 8 o'clock. We'll have that. And, and, you know, everybody's bringing their national stuff. Well, I, I, haven't, I haven't tweeted anything about it. Because part of the deal that I made was I couldn't. I'll give you information, but I don't want to see it on Twitter. Okay, fine. So I haven't tweeted Jack about it. But you've talked about it on the air for a long time. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> Every, everybody, literally, Bar- this Barring point, some last-minute spiel. Everybody believes that yeah. at this point. Yeah. But people, I believed it three weeks ago. But the people, right. <laughs> but for this three weeks and for the whatever time here... Every drip of info, people are going to report it because it's great. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you haven't heard anything from me because I've been sort of unofficially, contractually obliged not to. And that that was a well, good we'd deal rather, to make. We'd rather have, yes, we'd rather have stuff for the radio show yeah. than for Twitter. Right. And I've got more information we can share at a, at a, a time heretofore appointed. Uh, does that mean in the next segment or does that I mean like in, in a couple of days? I don't know. Well, I can share it later. I, I don't know if you can talk about it now or if it's something. I, I have to figure it out yet. All <laughs> right, fine. Then I'm going to tell you what another. There's no joy when we win. It is expected only relief that we didn't screw it up and lose to a team with inferior talent. When you pile on that much at the end, it makes you think. It makes me think you really care. There's no joy in Weber State. Agreed. Washington, there would have been no joy. There's tremendous misery. And especially if the game ends up being close. Like, I'm thinking there wasn't a whole lot of joy in Eugene. Because you needed a fourth quarter comeback to beat Fresno, and you're talking about playoff to go what's-his-face, Jimmy Mora. Playoffs? Yeah. So I think that was relief. And I think you get it in the NCAs when you get a 2 and a 15 and it's pushed right to the end. Uh, When... Uh, I'm going to go way back here. When the Utes, uh, the Van Horn senior year, there was no joy when they beat SMU. Yeah, there was relief. Yeah, but there was a ton of joy when they beat New Mexico, Mexico, which had multiple NBA players on the court. Same situation, 24 hours later, buzzer beater. One, the old man lights into him. The other time, he's hugging everybody. So there is difference. I get what he says. There's some games that there is relief versus joy, and I think, but I don't think it's in this rivalry. And I think if you're a Ute now, a player, a coach, I think they're looking at BYU thinking, if we play well, we're going to win the game. But if we don't play well, these guys have beaten USC, Kalani's team's beaten Arizona three times, and they're beating teams in the Pac-12 South. If we don't play well, they're going to win the game. We'll be in trouble. 
So we got to play well. And I think once you oh, yeah, put yeah, yeah. that approach into a game, then there's joy when you pulled it off. Because we played well, we did it. But if you're playing a big sky team, you're thinking, yeah, if we come with a B minus C plus effort, it'll be ugly, but we'll still win. And that's good enough, yeah. And I think for BYU or Utah, I should say that it's important not only obviously to play well to win, but it's got to start getting some momentum. Not that they don't have it, but you got to keep it going because you've got some massive games coming up in less than a month. What's today's date? The ninth. One friggin' month from today, you are in the Coliseum. I hope that's right. Uh, <laughs> October <laughs> so 9th. dramatic. I mean, I might have been the tenth or something. <laughs> it's October 9th, my brother's birthday. Okay, yeah, nailed that's, it. That's just huge. That's gigantic. Which means you get two weeks to the conference opener. So to your point, yeah. So you got you got to get it going. We got to be per, not that they're not getting it and, going, but you got to. This is the time of year. Now's the time, man. Right. Because I is, think both of these ga- two games, these next two weeks. I don't really have a feel for the Aztecs. I'm just going on. They can't suck that bad when they were winning 10 games just a couple years ago. They still just have people in the program. We'll get to it next week. But if you come out and lay an egg, you could probably lose to both of these teams, which would just be awful. And I don't think it's going to happen by any stretch. But it's the not just beating BYU. I can argue that for BYU, there'd be a bigger sense of relief than there would be for Utah. Winning. Well, there'd be, I could see where, where BYU Joy fans... Joy and relief. Yes, exactly. It'd be the whole stew, man. They'd be feeling all the It would emotions. be unbelievably unbelievable. The what, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and the Utes, you're going... Like, typical Utes, you're going for double D. You're going for decade of dominance. Bring that around again. <laughs> To the you forefront. Can, you can channel surf. We will get into it next week, but you can channel surf. Uh, we can draw a couple conclusions from San Diego State's opener, but they're playing Arizona on the Pac-12 network at 8 o'clock. So commercial breaks, you can drop in and see how that thing's going if you want to scout the next game, you'd fans. And since they're playing Arizona, a little measuring stick since we oh, yeah, for sure. we saw them against see, BYU see in the opener. How good the Cats can be. You got them later in the year in Tucson. Arizona's a two-point favorite in that game. I think it's November 13th. <laughs> November 13th. And in four days, I'm going to be pumping that game up in two months. Check make sure it's the 13th. <laughs> I'm doing that. You know how I am. Nailed it! <laughs> Wow, you get on me about this I schedule. USC I couldn't day. even remotely start telling you what games are on what dates in future What's months. What's football, brother? Go play intramurals. Thank brother. you. Yes. I did play intramurals 80 years ago, but now... <laughs> I did too. I have Utah's schedule memorized. I don't need to look it up. Down to the date? The order of games I totally get. But not down to the date. Okay, but I had been traveling. I don't think I'm going this year, but I had been traveling, so I knew the dates. Just in case you have to go to Tucson in November. You know, just in case. I would love to. If I they're love, 9-0. and I love doing Pac-12 football. It's <laughs> if my, they're 9-0. Favorite thing. Rethink the plan. And pl- plus two, you're in and out. It's not a big trip. My wife, the old lady, comes with me and... Although I usually just leave her in Phoenix, she did. Uh, she did come down to Tucson for the Utah State Bowl game, right? Yes, yeah, and that was a ton of fun. We were just talking about that the other day. How much fun that was! DJ and PK, it's ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. We're talking football with Lincoln Kennedy, both college and NFL. He joins us at eight thirty, right here on ninety-seven five at twelve eighty. The Zone.